coming up next is It's Always Sunny, where we explore student life here at Mount Royal University. Brought to you by cmru.ca, by students, for you. Good morning, Mount Royal University. It's currently 1116. Welcome to It's Always Sunny, a space where we explore challenges here on campus and discuss possible solutions. As a result of this pandemic, my group and I are scattered and bringing this radio show from all over. Vicky's stuck in Mexico, Jacob returned home, Antonio's on res, and I'm here in Calgary. So it's been a crazy few weeks. And I'm hearing COVID on every news station, on my social media, on all my WhatsApp groups. And in all my life, I never thought I'd go through anything like this. And let me tell you, I'm a mature student, so I've had a lot of life. And apparently, Bill Gates saw this coming, but not me. I thought maybe Trump would start another world war, but that's about it. Never did I think in a world of modern medicine and technology where we'd be booking tickets to send people to space for fun, growing kidneys in Petri dishes, would I see a pandemic bring the world to a grinding halt? It has been something crazy. Antonio, how you been? Oh, it's been crazy. It, it was, I mean, it just came in and COVID just destroyed so many plans and, like, goals for this year. Um, well, basically, it's uh, the COVID has affected me. I came here on exchange semester until April, and basically all of my friends left already because they were afraid their country's borders were going to close. And that's what happened with my country itself. Um, basically, Colombia announced the Thursday they were going to close um, their borders on, on, on a Monday, and that left me four days to decide whether to stay here. And the thing is, for broadcasting, it's a bit different because our, well, subjects and, like, activities involve us to film stuff, so I didn't have time to decide, and now I'm locked out out of my country. Um, they're going to open again the border this April the 23rd, but until that time, I, I have nothing planned. Like, I don't know what to do. And have you so, your family? Like, how are they doing? Oh, yeah, my family is great. They're in quarantine. Um, the quarantine column is um obligatory so they they prefer i stay here because it's more safe colombia is basically not equipped with the infrastructure to deal with this kind of stuff so it it was actually the first one of the first countries to get like it it was the country with most exponential cases like recently i mean in the other countries it was like um for example it went from one case to ten in about five six 10 days in Colombia was going like 20 cases daily at the beginning. So the containment was not um, effective. So they basically locked everything out. And was the response like immediate or was it kind of like the U.S. where it was kind of a, you know, sort of wishy-washy response as to how they wanted everybody to react? I think they kind of left the chaos take over i mean they they didn't take the measures beforehand they just let the chaos come in and then they were like okay this is happening so they locked everything down and they took security measures inside the cities although they we had some so many um misunderstandings because the president was um taking decisions against the majors from each city so they were like contra um i mean the majors were saying let's make an obligatory quarantine and the president was saying no so so yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the enemy. So what is COVID? Um, the name COVID um, comes COVID nineteen comes from coronavirus disease two thousand nineteen. This name was actually attributed by the scientists as they didn't want to relate it to anything um, to with Chinese culture due to all the uh, xenophobia issues. So COVID nineteen is a respiratory infection caused by a virus that affects all the respiratory tract. This means your nose, throat, and lungs. Some of the symptoms are a dry cough, fever, and mostly um, breathing difficulties. This is a shortness of breath. Um, patients report that it is like feeling you, can, you can't intake air to your lungs at its maximum capacity. So it feels like you're kind of drowning and suffocating. And the way it spreads, it's basically contact with an, imper- with an infected person's cough or sneeze when they don't cover their mouths. And basically, uh, this mucusy particle that has 
it has a trajectory of about six meters and 90 kilometers. Let me say that again, six freaking meters. <laughs> so you may think you're clear, but you're not. So once those particles land on the surface, um, then they, the next unsuspecting victim touches the particles and then touches their face. That's the tricky part. When you touch your face, the game is over. You're basically infected. So um, the symptoms take about um, to 2 to 14 days to appear. And some people, uh, that, that's the most dangerous part when the disease is asymptomatic because basically you keep spreading it without knowing. And the best way to combat uh, to combat this disease is actually washing your hands with soap. And why soap? Because soap attaches to the fatty membrane in the virus um, and it tears it apart. And you should, that's why you should wash your hands more than 20 seconds. Um, there's a lot of frequently asked questions about the use of hand sanitizer because people are going crazy in the supermarket buying hand sanitizer. And the CDC recommends that for the hand sanitizer to be effective, it has to have a 60% up percentage of alcohol. If it doesn't have that percentage, you're basically not doing anything. So the most effective way is to have hand soap. Um, so when you go out to the public, it's recommended to wear a mask and stay basically um, away from people for about two meters. That's, they want us people to practice social distance. Even in Calgary, um, they are making available some street lanes for people to walk so they can practice social distance. And uh, basically, yes, yeah, stay inside until we can figure another way to keep those from who we could be life-threatening. And that's not just the elderly. I'll tell you who else is in danger when we come back. So I hope you guys enjoyed this song block.
Hey guys, we have a team member, uh, her name is uh, Victoria, and she's stuck in Mexico right now as a result of all these challenges. We're going to play you uh, her, her interview and what she's experiencing right now, so she's calling us from Mexico. Go ahead, Victoria, let's hear what's going on. I'm currently in Mexico. I've been here for two weeks now on a visit, but it looks like I'm going to have to stay here for some time. It's unforeseeable for how long exactly because um, most of the uh, airports have closed and borders are closed, especially um, back to my home country in Austria. It's not really easy to get there anymore. The only way to, to get back is to um, register with the embassy here in Mexico and try to um, get a flight back over them because the normal, the ordinary um, flights, they are actually, all of them are canceled. And you can still book them online, but it's very likely that they will cancel them and not refund you. So it's it's basically, you're just, you just have to do it over the embassy or there's no way of coming back. Um, at the moment here in Mexico, it's still relatively calm. There's not a lot of corona infections. It's around 500 cases in the whole country. Um, but the thing is that it is expected to increase in the next in the next few um, days, probably and weeks. Um, it is. The, the um, Mexican president has waited a long time to actually take measures against against the, the, the virus. Um, he has, he's more worried about the economy than, than health aspects. Uh, he uh, advised people to still go out um, with their families and friends to restaurants. He's still going on rallies and shaking hands and kissing people. Mm. Well, not anymore. He he stopped a few days ago, and he actually called um, called out that everyone should stay at home and introduced social distancing measures. His administration has started earlier, but him himself um, he waited a long time to actually uh, tell the people that they should stay at home. But um, there are measures taken, and the different states here in Mexico have started much earlier. I'm in the north right now, and they have actually introduced a lot of those measures pretty early. The the restaurants are a lot of them are closed um, and only do takeout. Um, the grocery stores are still open, and um, people here in in San Carlos, where I am right now, um, you can go in, and they they give you. Um, sanitizer for your hands and um, when you enter and when you leave as well. Um, schools are closed, universities are closed, just like Canada, uh, and everyone is advised to stay at home. Um, back in Austria, there are more than 10,000 cases. It's a lot of cases for a really small country, and they they have very strict rules at the moment. So everything is closed, all the shops are and pharmacies. Um, Everyone has to stay at home except for um, like important affairs, basically. Um, when you when you do grocery shopping or some people who have to go to work, for example, in medical um, jobs, they obviously they have to work. And um, but everyone else is supposed to stay at home and do home office as if it's possible, and not go to university, and not go to school. Um, they can go out to take a walk or do sports um, out, out in the open air, but you can only do this when you're either alone or you can do it with the person that you live with. But you're not allowed to, to be in larger groups, um, larger groups meaning more than three people, 
not allowed. The police is telling people not to sit down on benches in parks and in Vienna. They um, they actually closed a lot of green spaces, parks, and um, and stuff like that. Uh, forests, which is there's a lot of demonstration going on about that um, because people can't go anywhere out in the open and. Um, yeah it's they're really strict measures um it's the same in mexico there's also obviously no large gatherings and all kinds of stuff um but yeah it's expected to get much worse here pretty pretty soon because it's been relatively calm until now and yeah we'll see how long i'm gonna have to stay here you're healthy and I hope that you get home really safe. Okay guys, off we go to the next piece. Uh, I've heard that this is called the boomer remover, which is really crazy. When you look at the news and you're watching what's going on, you recognize that it's not just people that are older that are taking or that are getting COVID. There's so many people around us that are uh, contracting the disease. For example, who else is affected by this? It's not just the elderly, it's your roommate who's a cancer survivor and she's on meds that compromise her immune system. It's your professor who has Crohn's disease and the biologics that she or he takes uh, suppress her immune system. It's the kid who comes to MRU to get swimming lessons and she takes a puffer. All these people are at risk and I know that I don't have to connect the dots for you guys to make you understand how serious this is. It affects all of us, and no one wants to be the cause of anyone's hospitalization or death. Now, regardless of what anyone's position is on smoking or vaping, let's talk about that a bit. Because seriously, no judgment at all if you do either. But we don't know what the combination of a weakened respiratory system and COVID-19 will produce. Do you really want to find out as a patient in the ICU that you're the cause of the answer? I don't think so. You're spending a ton of money getting an education, you got big dreams, and a whole bunch of life to live. So please listen and think if you have any understanding of this disease, you understand the compassion, and you need to understand that you need to adhere to the safety precautions that are being laid out for you everywhere, on the news, everywhere. And you know the MRU students have a pride in themselves and in this school that really can't be put in words. When I started school last year, I was scared about coming back. I didn't know what I was going to, what I was going to come into, uh, into a group of 20-somethings. But the truth is, this is just a different kind of student. MRU students didn't see age, but rather an opportunity to show, you know, Wilma Flintstone, me, the person with the little bone in her head and the whole nine yards, but you guys wouldn't remember who that is, um, how to copy a file or how to figure out Premier Pro. Because MRU students are just a cut above everybody else. It's just something so interesting and so amazing about how accepting these amazing people are. So think about that, you guys, and we'll be back after this. Uh, we're going to go to take another break.
Yes, we're back. Now, the question is, what can you and I do? So first, we can be part of the solution, not part of the problem, by listening to the Chief Public Health Officer, Theresa Tam, when she tells us to stay home and wash our hands as often as we can. That helps strengthen your immune system by eating healthy and working out. So, minimize or cut out the junk food. Think of it like going to war with all the ammunition you need to protect yourself and win the war. So optimizing your health right now is something no one is talking about, but we need to have this discussion and get the message out there. If you don't know what that means, there's multiple YouTube videos that are all pointing in the same direction. So the three consistent messages are reduce or remove sugar, reduce or remove rice, and reduce or remove flour. So basically eat vegetables, fruits, meats, and anything else that doesn't have ingredients listed that take half of the container and full of which you never even heard of before. So we need vitamin D. So unless your doctor says otherwise, figure out how to supplement this, whether it's standing in the sun for 10 minutes or whatever. So everything you eat should be coming from Mother Nature. And finally, um, take your time, 7, 10, 20 minutes out of your day to do some physical fitness routine. Stretch outside, go for a walk, relax. And also acknowledge the people around you um, are trying to make the difference. Your professors have been working tirelessly around the clock, um, catering the curriculum to the new circumstances, adapting everything. So this is not the easy for them. I know Irvin and Jason have been sending out multiple emails and instruction on navigating software um, Adobe, all the license, Alana and Karen have been reworking the group projects to make them doable for students. So send an email to your pro- professors, thanking them for their jobs and under extraordinary circumstances. It will mean a lot for them. You know, and another part of that is also there's the physical health, there's also the mental health. Um, you've got to take care of your mental health. This isolation is going to be hard, no doubt. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it at all. So to help, we started an email, the MRU Situation HQ at Outlook.com, for all you guys. So send us an email about what you're feeling, what your challenges are, people in your circle who deserve to be acknowledged for the heroic acts of kindness that they're doing. 
by me emailing us here, you're opening up doors to answer other people's questions that maybe they may be too shy or embarrassed to ask. We've had an overwhelming number of emails, and I'll try to address a few of them right now. So one is from Kendra Wright, that she's a second-year nursing student and really wants to help out but doesn't know how. So first I want to say, Kendra, thank you for being such a hero. We really appreciate your courage for wanting to help, and I suggest you email the director of your program or one of your instructors, and they'll probably be able to point you in the right direction. I have heard of students helping out at at, uh, hospitals and other uh, retirement homes as well. Uh, but you need to ask your instructors first. Do not do anything until your instructors have talked to you. Ali says he lives on res, and he feels like his dormmates aren't telling him, or, or his dormmates are telling him he's taking the pandemic too serious and he's too young to get it. Ali, I want you to know you are right and they are wrong. This is not the boomer remover. It is affecting everyone, and no one can be too careful. If the situation persists, Tell an advisor or somebody that you know is in a position of authority. Jill writes, she suffers from depression and has uh, been having challenges with her therapy sessions. Jill, I want you to know you aren't alone. We are here to support you. I'd email your therapist and see if uh, they have gone online. I know a lot of therapists have gone online and uh, see if they can FaceTime a session with you. In the meantime, I know the Distress Center where I volunteer is actively looking to get all of their volunteers at home set up so that they can take calls and emails from everybody in need. And of course, we have this email set up just for you. So you keep sending us emails and we will do our best to support you uh, through everything. So um, is uh, the MRU, sorry, Antonio, just want to repeat that email to everybody. If I didn't write it down, that's the MRU situation HQ at outlook.com. Please send us emails and help us to help everybody else. Yeah, so there's one thing. We talk a lot about statistics and forget that each statistic is a human being. Um, We just see how the numbers go up and up, and we kind of forget it's a bunch of people that their life was was normal, and now it's completely affected by COVID. It's basically a friend um, whose dreams were crushed. Um, In fact, I was watching a news story on COVID crisis in Spain, and apparently when the situation blew up, a lot of caregivers fearing for their life left, living behind the elderly with no food, no meds, and no hope for survival. And it was in these horrid conditions that the Spanish army found hundreds of seniors dead from starvation, lack of care, or COVID-19 itself. So for all those who passed away as a result of this horrid infectious disease and have left behind grieving loved ones who can't even attend a funeral if there is no one, we'd like to express our heartfelt condolence and tell them that they're not grieving alone. I ask you that you all say a prayer for those who have lost their lives to COVID-19. So these songs that um, are coming ahead are dedicated to you guys. Enjoy.
show. I lace the track, you lock the flow. So far from hanging on the block for dope. Notorious, they got to know that. Life ain't always what it seemed to be. Words can't express what you mean to me. Even though you're gone, we still a team. Through your family, I fulfill your dreams. In the future, can't wait to see. If you open up the gates for me, reminisce sometime. The night they took my friend. Try to black it out, but it plays again. When it's real, feeling's hard to conceal. Can't imagine all the pain I feel. Give anything to hear half your breath. I know you're still living your life after death. Tires. Buy this diamond ring. Get your windows repaired. Ah! Want more music and less ads? On CMRU.ca, you get all music all the time. Listen to all the songs you love and none of the ads you hate. CMRU.ca, by students for you. Hey, you guys, we're back uh, again. I wanted to express our deepest condolences to everybody who has lost someone to COVID 19, and I promise you 
you are not alone. I want to talk about the group of students that uh, have missed out on a major, um, a major occasion in their life, and that is the grad students. So I have a son that was supposed to put on a blue gown, walk across the stage, and take that piece of paper that signaled an end to one phase of life and a beginning to another one. And for many, that moment has been canceled by COVID-19. Now, my son is extremely disappointed, but he'd never voice it because he knows this infection has taken away much more from others. But that doesn't mean that we minimize their disappointment. High school students, college students, university students, we're looking forward to that last hurrah to party with their friends and celebrate what they achieved. And I can't begin to understand your disappointment in any way. And I hope that your loved ones make it up to you. But somehow, know this, that with or without that walk on the stage and the party after, you did it. You graduated, and now your future is yours to mold, to create as you want. Your parents, like myself, are just your GPS or your Siri. We sit on the sidelines, ready to give you directions when you need it, advise you on traffic jams, and try to make your journey as smooth as possible. But ultimately, we want to see you get where you're supposed to go. So these next few songs are dedicated to you, Barack Amin, my beautiful, amazing son, to you, Jenna Min, my very successful and beautiful niece, and to Noor Dar, my little sweetheart, and to all the grad students out there that were supposed to graduate, that were supposed to put on their fancy dresses, their style and suits. As your parents, we celebrate your success. We're so very proud of you, and we love you very much. And these next few songs are dedicated to all of you. We love you. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go So make the best of this test and don't ask why It's not a question but a lesson learned in time It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right I hope you had the time of your life Take the photographs and still friends in your mind Hanging on a shelf in good health and good time Tattoos and memories and they asking on trial For what it's worth, it was worth all the while It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right I hope you had the time of your life But in the end it's right I hope you had the time of your life It's something unpredictable But in the end it's right I hope you had the time of your life Yeah, and I know I sound dramatic, yeah 
But I know I had to have it, yeah For the money, I'm a savage, yeah I be itching like I had it, yeah I'm surrounded 20 bad, yeah But they didn't know me last year, yeah Everyone wanna act like they in part, yeah, yeah, yeah But I don't mean nothing when I saw my door, yeah Congratulations to all the graduating students here at Melbourne University or around Calgary and in the world. Um, we wish you the best and can't wait to see where you go and what you do. So as you can tell, this radio show is going to be about connecting you with what you need to know about COVID-19 and how it's affecting you and your fellow students and what people around you are doing to combat the loneliness, the mental health issues, and staying healthy. So my team and I want to bring you positive stories like an owner of Angel's Cafe who is using leftover to produce and make meals for those affected by COVID-19. Um, the university props going above and beyond sacrificing time and home to recreate the curriculum you and I are trying to figure out. This is hard and it may get harder if the isolation period extends and Prime Minister Kudo has uh, to issue a lockdown because people are being ignorant and unable to comprehend that the emergent times we are in. It's going to get worse, but everything we're doing now is trying to flatten the curve. What does that mean? Well, any outbreak of infectious disease has a ramping up period, followed by a peak of intensity and then a decline. Um, the height of the curve is the maximum number of cases resulting from the infection, and this number may well be above what the healthcare system can handle unless you take drastic measures to flatten the curve. And the good news is Canada is starting to show signs of jumping off the, this tragic trajectory and flattening this damn disease. Uh, but we can't stop what we're doing. So at the risk of repeating ourselves and talking about flattening the curve and washing your hands and blah, 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 we're going to let Chris Mann, who has been doing some amazing parodies, uh, entertain you guys with this awesome song. It's called Boat Corona. Everywhere that you go, just look around. 
situation and I'm sure there's a ton of other parodies on YouTube. So this is where our time is almost over. Remember to tune in. We'll be making some changes to the show in the time slot, but uh, we want you to know that we're here to support you and we're here to go over current COVID issues and um, help you to unpack them, help you to understand what it actually means and help you to kind of take that language that they're using on television and make it more applicable and understandable to all of us. So the recap of the email is the MRU Situation HQ at Outlook.com. Please stay healthy. Please stay well. And know that we are praying for you and that we love you very much. So this is where Antonio and I say goodbye, and we hope that you have a great weekend. We want to thank Irv for making all this happen by being in the studio and making and running the board and making sure all the songs are in order. And we hope that you have a great Friday. Here's a few songs to start your weekend off and a few words from Antonio. So, yeah, guys, I hope all of you guys stay safe, stay home, um, wash your hands, and um, let's hope for this situation to improve. Goodbye, everyone, and stay safe. See everyone. Show.